The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is sponsored by MyBookie.ag. Log into MyBookie now and get yourself a 50% deposit bonus up to $3,000 simply by using the promo code SGP50. With MyBookie.ag, it couldn't be more simple. You play, you win, you get paid. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also sponsored by Oddshark. Head over to Oddshark now to get free picks from the supercomputer and expert writing staff. You'll also find the latest odds for every big game and fight from all the major online sportsbooks and casinos and betting stats and trends you won't find anywhere else. So head over to www.oddshark.com and give them a follow on Twitter at Oddshark. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also brought to you by Profit. Tired of having no true hedging option? Well, enter Profit, the only marketplace designed for users to buy and sell previously placed sports bets. Profit lets you sell a percentage of your bet, guaranteeing immediate profit while keeping skin in the game on your original bet. So sign up today for early access at betprofit.co. That's at betprofit.co. Deontay Wilder. I'm the WBC heavyweight champion of the world. I'm 40 and 0 with 39 KO. So that means every man that stepped in the ring with me had to go. In my sport, if you talk that talk, you gotta walk that walk. That's the mindset you gotta have. Ain't nothing stopping me today or tomorrow or the next day after that. Many people say, ain't too cocky. No, it ain't cocky. It ain't being arrogant. It's being confident. We are the best. It ain't no guessing. Y'all ready to win? Huh? What? Are y'all ready to win? I knock them out, so do you. And it's gonna be just like that. Should you defeat Tyson Fury, there's no question that you become the man. This is a chance for a real mainstream solidifying of Deontay Wilder. For the WBC champion and the lineal champion, there's a larger fight at stake to redefine their story. People say to me, you ain't the Tyson Fury of 2015, I'll agree. That Tyson Fury is dead. And reinvigorate the heavyweight division. I say I'm the best, I know I'm the best, but I want to show everybody else what I've been saying all along. For two unbeaten powerhouses, the time is almost here to defend what's yours and take what's theirs. Demanding respect from the skeptics. The proof is in the pudding as he just turned the lights out. And regaining it for yourself. I was going out to try and kill myself with drink. Tyson Fury there had a liter of vodka in him. Two fighters who promised to show the world what it means to be heavyweight champion. I still got more to prove. I'm on a goal. I'm on a mission. I think every left and right turn I ever made brought me to this moment here today. Two men seeking an era when it means something to be heavyweight champion again. I'm ready too. Well, let's go then. I hope that's got you pumped up for the fight. 
I am completely pumped up for this one. It is the fight of the year. A proper, proper heavyweight contest. Two undefeated fighters. The top two heavyweights in the world. Forget about Anthony Joshua. He's fought nobody. He beat an old man in Klitschko. This is the fight. Dante Wilder versus Tyson Fury. And this is the preview right here on Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. So the way this is going to work is that I am going to break down this fight between Tyson Fury and Dante Wilder. I'm then going to give you the lock dog tease for the NFL, including the lock that will be going up against Ryan's lock in the lock off. At that point, we will be losing the listeners on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network and the show will be continuing on if you're listening on lockbetting.com where we'll be breaking down the rest of the fights on the undercard and giving you an official pick that you'll be able to bet and it will be going towards the PL over at lockbetting.com, which last month came in at over £2,200, just falling short of the month before October where it was 2437 So still a great month. We've made nearly £5,000 in the last two months and that translates to $7,500 minimum depending on what the exchange rate is. But uh, yeah, excellent Excellent going on lockbetting.com. Very happy with that. Very happy with the number of subscribers. It's going up and up all the time through word of mouth and through people staying with the packages and with the podcast because we are winning free money over there for you guys. So as I said, we'll be losing the SGP listeners at the end of the Lock Dog Parlay. But everybody is going to get a preview for this fight. I hope everybody's going to watch it because this is the biggest fight of the year. Heavyweight boxing always supersedes any other weight class. I know over the years, the likes of Canelo Alvarez and Floyd Mayweather have really dominated people's attention. That's just because the heavyweight boxing division has been full of bums. They took the division over to Germany and fought most of their fights over there. The Klitschko's were dominant. They were boring. They were labored. And then all of a sudden, 2000. And 15, Tyson Fury came along and seemingly saved the entire division. Unfortunately, Tyson Fury succumbed to demons such as drug problems and, and other addictions and just let himself go completely, which you probably heard there at the start in the little intro that I had done. And um, and yeah, I think if you have any interest in boxing, you know the Tyson Fury story. You know he went off the rails. You know he only made his comeback this year and he hasn't really fought anybody, although he has won all those fights. Meanwhile, Dante Wilder, he's just been consistent throughout. He's been knocking everybody out his entire career, 40 and 0. Obviously, Fury's claim is, is that Wilder hasn't fought anybody, a claim that I myself made for Anthony Joshua. He's claiming it for Wilder, and it could be valid as well. Um, I think Wilder silenced a lot of those doubters when he beat Luis Ortiz because that was a genuine heavyweight contest with a genuine threat coming his way. And uh, he took care of um, Luis Ortiz, one of the most dangerous fighters in the division. And even if that stands as the only big and credible win that Dante Wilder has had, it's still a massive win. Obviously, Tyson Fury boasts the win over Klitschko, a Klitschko who was certainly in his peak in 2015, a Klitschko that posed far more threat and gave far more credibility than the Klitschko that Anthony Joshua was victorious over. And I think the winner of this fight will most likely go on to fight Anthony Joshua. 
And I think the winner of this fight will go on to beat Anthony Joshua. There is rumors going around that if Wilder wins or loses, he gets the Joshua fight anyway, because Anthony Joshua's camp uh, are more keen to avoid Tyson Fury than they are Dante Wilder. And let's have a look at why, because stylistically, Tyson Fury would be a nightmare. Tyson Fury should be a nightmare for Dante Wilder, and I think he could be. It's just dependent on what Tyson Fury turns up. He's returned to boxing this year. He's lost 10 stone. And for those of you that don't know how much 10 stone is, that's 140 pound. This guy was 140 pound overweight. That's how much he let himself go. He was on drugs. He was on alcohol. He was eating junk food. He was 140 fucking pounds overweight. That's what happened to Tyson Fury. And he came back this year and has lost all of that weight. But has he come back too fast? Is this fight six months too early for Tyson Fury? Did he need a couple more warm-up opponents? Is it even a year too early? If Tyson Fury is the Tyson Fury that beat Klitschko, then he's going to outbox Dante Wilder and Dante Wilder ain't going to be able to land a shot on him. Tyson Fury can do that to Wilder. Tyson Fury can do that to Joshua. Tyson Fury being six foot nine and being the best boxer in this division. He boxes like he's a cruiserweight. He moves like he's a cruiserweight. If we get the full 100% ready-to-go Tyson Fury, Tyson Fury is going to win this fight. Because Tyson Fury at 100% and ready-to-go and at his peak beats anybody in boxing. Anybody. Anybody. Any heavyweight. Tyson Fury beats them. But that is the massive debate in this fight. Because if Tyson Fury isn't up to 100%, then Dante Wilder knocks him out. Because if Dante Wilder lands on any heavyweight in this division, any any man on earth, if Dante Wilder lands on you, you're getting knocked out. So it really does come down to the battle of getting knocked out by Dante Wilder or Tyson Fury outscoring Dante Wilder throughout this entire fight and taking it on points. Because if Fury's there to box and move and land and Wilder can't get into the fight, these scorecards are just going to be round for Fury, round for Fury, round for Fury, round for Fury, and Wilder's going to get frustrated. And the more frustrated he gets, could actually leave himself susceptible for a knockout. So I'm not ruling that out entirely. But the strategy coming in will be just to box Wilder at range, know that you're the better boxer, know that you're the faster fighter, know that you're more skilled, and try and win this fight on points. That would be the strategy for Tyson Fury. Whether he can avoid being hit on the chin by Wilder, who's been down in a load of fights, not down on the floor, but down on the cards. Wilder has been down in so many fights and has come back and managed to win the fight with a knockout because he only needs to land clean once. Can Tyson Fury avoid that shot from Dante Wilder for 36 minutes? Because that's what he's going to need to do. He's going to need to stay on his feet for 36 minutes in order to maintain this unbeaten record. And of course, Wilder's going to need to do the same because if, if, because if Wilder gets hit with anything clean from Tyson Fury, being Tyson Fury's side, that's also going to spell the end of the fight for Wilder. But whether Fury's going to be going in there looking for those kind of shots, I don't think that's going to be the case. I think he is going to want to stand on his feet and uh, and just outbox Dante Wilder for 
majority of the fight and uh, see if he can land anything cleaner and flush on the chin uh, once Wilder goes into windmill mode and what that is is just Wilder just swinging crazy windmill punches which is what he gets a lot of criticism for if you look at any criticism at Wilder everybody turns around and says he's reckless he can't box he doesn't look like he can box and, and I'll give you that he looks a bit crazy sometimes he looks a bit wild but this isn't a guy that ever wanted to be a boxer when he was growing up. He took the sport up at 20. He's just an absolute freak of an athlete that can do this. He's a guy that has been able to rack up 40 wins in a profession that he didn't dedicate himself to until he was 20, which is ridiculous when you think about it. It just shows what a purebred athlete Deontay Wilder is. Tyson Fury is the, actually the opposite. He ain't no athlete at all. He's a big, fat gypsy who from Manchester who took this up when he's a kid and boxing is so ingrained into his system it just comes naturally to him anything as you guys know anything you learn as a kid stays with you it's part of his natural movement it's in his muscle memory boxing is ingrained into Tyson Fury which is why it makes it such an unbelievably fascinating fight they've both managed to overcome every obstacle they've ever been faced both are unbeaten someone's O is going to go. This ain't going to be no draw. It's going to be Tyson wide on the cards or it's going to be Dante Wilder via knockout. These are the only two scenarios I can really see. So how are we going to bet this so that we can make some money on this fight? I've had a look at a few markets and I have picked out a few bets for you guys to do on this massive fight this Saturday night. The first bet I want to give out is over 7.5 rounds at 4 to 6. That's at minus 150. Now, this is a very confusing bet for some people because some people think that you need to get halfway through the seventh round. Round seven and a minute and a half into seven. It's not. It's round eight and then half of round eight. So basically, you need to get to round nine. So you have to complete all of round seven. The eighth round needs to start. And then a minute and a half into that, we narrowly actually lost this bet in the um, in the Tony Bellew fight recently when he was knocked out by Usyk. But I think it's a decent bet. Another way to bet this is to bet the eighth round or over. So basically, you only have to complete seven rounds there and you get the eighth round from the beginning. Um, the, the thing is that takes it down to four to seven. So I would just ride it out. I would ride out that extra minute and a half. Obviously, I'm going to massively regret this if in the first minute and a half of round number eight, Dante Wilder lands a shot and puts Tyson Fury down in the first minute and a half of the eighth round. Hopefully that won't happen. Hopefully we'll safely secure eight and a half rounds and pick up some money at this price of four to six and minus 150. Another bet that I like on this fight is um, Dante Wilder to win the fight in rounds seven to 12. Uh, that's available at four to one. Now, it's quite a big price because Dante Wilder has won 34 of his 39 TKOs in rounds one to six. But I don't think that's going to happen on this occasion. One to six is priced up at five to two whereas 7 to 12 is priced up at 4 to 1. A lot of those peoples that went out in those rounds were tomato cans. They were just there to bolster the record of Wilder. It's so we could say that we have this brand new American heavyweight with 25 knockouts. That was the plan when 
the marketing machine were building the reputation of Deontay Wilder. So I would heavily disregard those knockouts because I think it's going to be very difficult to get a pugilist like Tyson Fury out of there in in that period of time, in rounds one to six. However, if you do like to take um, Deontay Wilder to win this fight via knockout, that is available at six to five, and that gives you the entire fight. Uh, Dante Wilder via decision is six to one. I don't think that's going to happen at all. If you're leaning towards Tyson Fury and you're convinced that he's going to be back at 100%, Tyson Fury to win this point is available at two to one and five to one on the knockout. The overall prices for this fight is eight to 11, Deontay Wilder, six to five, Tyson Fury, and 25 to one at the draw. But for my official pick, I'm going for those rounds. I'm going for this fight to go over 8.5 rounds. I don't have supreme confidence in the winner, but I'm happy to recommend half unit, which is £50 for lockbetting.com customers uh, to take Dante Wilder to win this in rounds 7 to 12 because $50 stake on that will return you $250 or a £50 stake on that will return you £250. But nevertheless, whatever happens, this is a can't-miss fight. This is going to be going down in the Staples Centre. Hopefully, my boys Sean and Ryan will be making some effort to try and get to this, seeing as you guys live in L. My friend James George, used to be on the EPL show, is heading down to this fight. He's going down from Carlsberg, California. Unfortunately, I couldn't make it there myself, uh, seeing as I've done a hell of a lot of shit this year and um, really need to start getting a hold of my money and just not spunking it about going around the world watching sport. But hey, you guys are definitely going to enjoy this one. Don't miss it. I'm going to close out this portion of the show for the Sports Gambling Podcast Network people with a lock dog tease. Uh, after the lock dog tease, we're going to carry on with the, the bonus show for lockbetting.com customers where we're going to look at the undercard on this. So let's move on to the lock dog tease in the NFL. My lock for this week in the Ryan Kramer lock-off contest will be the New England Patriots minus four and a half. Um, I just think that the Bears have got this division wrapped up and uh, the Vikings are primarily going for the sixth seed now in the, in the NFC. I don't think the Vikings are looking at their schedule and scheduling the Patriots game on the road as a winnable game for them. There will be other games that the Vikings should be able to win if they want to get that sixth spot. Personally, I'm hoping that the Seattle Seahawks and the Carolina Panthers get the, the five and six spots because I can't fucking stand the Minnesota Vikings. And uh, as for Green Bay Packers, they look well out of the race at the moment. And uh, McCarthy, the big fat, useless fuck, has to go. I mean, I could have won more than one Super Bowl as a coach with Aaron Rodgers as my quarterback. He's a useless piece of shit and he needs to fuck off at the end of this season. I'm done with him and his bullshit and watching his team blow leads and just not be able to play games in the road and, and and be consistent for 60 minutes. It's just a joke. And uh, I'm done with McCarthy. And the Packers season is done as far as I'm concerned. Moving on to the tees, I will take the Green Bay Packers here because as bad as we are, we are winning all our home games and the Arizona Cardinals are terrible. Um, I wasn't willing to lay 12 of us as a lock, but I am willing to take this down to six for a teaser. You can uh, add the Philadelphia Eagles to that as well. That takes them down to a pick and we'll conclude the tease by adding 
the Chiefs minus seven, Andy Reid off a bye going into the dog shit Oakland Raiders. I think they should cover that easily by a touchdown. The underdog for this week, this is really difficult to take anybody worthwhile because all of the teams that still have something to play for are going up against inferior opposition that that shouldn't really pose any kind of threat. You would fully expect the Rams to go and win in Detroit. You'd expect Green Bay Car- Green Bay Packers to beat the Cardinals, Texans to beat the Browns. The Colts should go into the Jags and win. Miami should be able to get a win against Buffalo to keep their playoff hopes alive. The Bears should be able to win at the Giants. The Panthers, you'd think, could go and win at the Bucks, even though they've lost three in a row. The Chiefs are going to beat the Raiders. The Titans are going to stay on track by beating the Jets. The Patriots are going to beat the Vikings. Seattle are going to beat the San Francisco 49ers. Um, Big Ben at home going up against the Chargers. That's a possible underdog, but but the Pittsburgh Steelers always seem to win on Sunday nights and the Eagles will beat the Washington Redskins. So there's plenty of parlay opportunities there. I think if you mix any one of these teams together, you'll be unlucky to win because situationally it does lead to a lot of teams that need to win against a lot of teams whose season is over. Um, for my underdog in that case, I've taken the Baltimore Ravens. They're a very, very small dog, only plus two. Uh, they're going up against the Atlanta Falcons, whose season seems to be over. Um, if the Baltimore go there and play good defense and don't let Falcons put up points, they should be able to put points up of their own, although I've not got too much confidence in the quarterback there, uh, Lamar Jackson. But that's the only dog that I could find. So that concludes my lock dog tease. That concludes my Fury versus Wilder preview. As I said, if you want the preview of the rest of the undercard, it will be on lockbetting.com. And if you're listening on lockbetting.com, that's going to carry on now. For the SGP listeners, that's it from me. I hope you enjoy this fight. I hope you have a good betting weekend on the NFL as well this week. Don't forget to check me out on the EPL show. That will be available now. The first game of the EPL show goes tonight on Friday night. So be sure to listen to the EPL show before that. I'll be back on Monday. This is very, very important. I'll be back on Monday with another edition of the EPL show because there are midweek games this week. There are midweek EPL fixtures. So there's going to be another edition of the EPL show coming out because everybody is playing this midweek and there are some massive games, including Manchester United versus Arsenal. So be sure to check that out. As I said, lockbetting.com, people, stay on now because we're going to be covering the rest of the fight. SGP listeners, if you want to hear the undercard preview, sign up to our website, lockbetting.com. And hopefully I'll see you on the other side. <laughs>